1: with zach pearson zach pearson and aaron lemming aaron lemming providing extensive coverage of the chicago bears Go Bears presented by blue wire pods and now here are your hosts zach pearson and aaron lemming
2: and now joining us here on the bear report podcast an absolute legend a chicago bears great an nfl great a pro football hall of famer and now a reality tv show star We have Mike Singletary joining us to talk about his latest adventure um, on Beyond the Edge, which will premiere on CBS next week, Monday, March 16th, or Wednesday, March 16th, I'm sorry, at 9 o'clock Central. Mike, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Uh, Pleasure to be here.
2: Yeah. So tell us about this. How did you get involved with Beyond the Edge? Um, was it something maybe you were like interested in doing a reality TV show? Um, did you have any interest in the past? What what kind of got you into it?
1: It was the furthest thing from my mind, uh, to be quite <laughs> honest. Uh, my wife and I were on a walk and I got a call um, and they said, um, you know, this is an opportunity to... Uh, go to Panama and and be in, be in his program. And we're like, my wife was listening as, as they were saying, um, you know, there'll be snakes and all types of uh, animals there. And, you know, you, it's, it's, it's the jungle. And so my wife was just saying, I I know you're not going to do that. And I said, you know, that sounds kind of interesting. Really? Yeah. I I said, you know what? I, I think I'll, I'll take a look at it. And so I I think it's just uh, it's one of those things I thought it was a tremendous opportunity to really begin to kind of tie into uh, the audience that that I'm trying to help in terms of the underserved and underprivileged uh, youth of our country uh, and get out of my comfort zone and and really get a chance to compete in a really tough environment.
3: Oh, go ahead, Aaron. Well, I was just saying, just kind of going off of that, uh, you know, changing our perspective, Charity, is, is what you're talking about, correct, Mike? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so can you just tell us a little bit about that and and what exactly you're striving to do and how this show has helped?
1: Well, when you you look at our country, particularly in, uh, during the pandemic and, and um, the whole George Floyd uh, incident, I realized coming out of that, uh, from looking at what I saw, uh, I just felt like we, we, we got to do something. We got to do something different. Uh, what we're doing is, is not working. And so um, you really begin to look at the country and I just felt like if I could uh, have a not-for-profit organization um, and be able to help our, our marginalized uh, youth, underserved, underprivileged, uh, be able to, to kind of help them uh, better prepare you know, in the areas of education and health and mental wellness, then um, I really feel like that is the gap in our country. And if we can, if we can help uh, somehow the haves uh, provide goods and services for the have-nots, putting them in a place where the have-nots can can earn them and and be able to um, um, see that that there is a way to de- develop pride and and be able to have opportunities out there and be excited about uh, everything before me, then we have a chance to change our country. And that's exactly the platform that we wanna use to do that.
2: And you know, how has the charity evolved um, since you first started? Is it still in kind of a startup phase or is it, is it still, is it progressing?
1: Well, the charity, it, it will launch. Um, pretty much right along with, with, with the show. Oh, perfect. Um, it, it's, uh, our app will come later. Um, but, uh, changing our perspective, you know, we've been working night and day trying to get it where it needs to be so that people will know where to go and, and, uh, to donate or give funds or whatever it is, uh, to, to begin to, to do the work that has to be done in our country.
3: Well, and one thing I thought that you you, you kind of touched on there that is, is is hit very close to home for me over the last few years, especially and stuff that I've dealt with and stuff that I've seen friends deal with is is the mental health aspect of this, right? You know, and 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 that's so big, especially during the pandemic. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of maybe found some of the I don't know if weaknesses is the right word, but some of the the demons that maybe they didn't know that they were battling until you kind of get in isolation and the different things that happen. Um, so why, you know, kind of in, in what you're talking about with the you know opportunities also big, but in terms of the mental health and, and the support that you want to be able to give, why is that so important to you?
1: Well, I, I think it's important for a number of reasons. Number one, I, I think uh, during the pandemic and all of the isolation, people realize that that we're created. To, to be around each other. We're, we're created, uh, we, we need each other. Uh, and I, I think people really, really uh, begin to understand that and feel that during the pandemic. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, each and every day we have thoughts and, and some of those thoughts are negative. And to be able to um, debrief at the end of the day or have somebody to talk to about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, You know, is this is this normal? Is this right? And be able to have somebody to bounce that off of makes all the difference in the world rather than continuing to have those same negative thoughts day after day. And rather than having them uh, diffuse, you you continue to just let them pile up. And I think that's where a lot of the problems start
2: going to the show now, um, Beyond the Edge, and you talked about you're in the jungle. There's snakes, spiders. You seem like a fearless guy. You were a tough guy in the football field. I, I watched you play. I'm, I'm 33, so I got to see a little bit of your career, and I've seen tons of highlights, tons of stories from my dad and, and friends and family. Was there anything that scared you going into this? Like, were you – was there any, ever a moment Oh man! Be
1: very honest there's a lot of things that scared me there there, okay. there are things that that i didn't know um, in terms insects that i've never seen you know you wake up in the middle of the night and you got this insect sitting on inside of your net and you're like i don't even know if i should shut this thing <laughs> i don't even know i've never seen anything like it so yeah it was uh, it was very interesting um to to be out in the wild and and of course it was it was pitch black uh, once the fire went out, uh, you're like, "Wow, this is pretty crazy." And then it might rain, and um, you know you, you'd have a a downpour at two or three in the morning, and you just sit there, and and the rain's coming through this this uh, palm leaf uh, uh, roof that you have, uh, it, and it's cold, so it's pretty crazy to uh, to be in that environment. So so yeah, there, there were things that were just wow, you, I can't believe I'm here.
3: Well, i got two questions for you. The first one, so what was the, in terms of animals, not just the bugs, but the animals, what was the scariest thing that you saw out there? The one thing you're like, whoa, what is this thing?
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: You know what I, I tell you the the, the scariest thing is, um, you know, when I think of monkeys, I, I don't I don't uh, think of something scary. But um, one night uh, I'm sitting down and everybody is, is just kind of doing their own thing. We, we, we we're kind of uh, some of the guys are going to the ocean and uh, trying to get cleaned off from from that day. And I'm sitting there, and I realize I'm by myself. And I look up, and there are like uh, four monkeys, <laughs> oh, man. big, big orangutans. They're just sitting there behind the, the bushes looking at me. And I go, I'll just get this chair and scare them away. And, man, when I hit the chair on the ground, they were like, whoop, 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 whoop. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I, I think I just messed up. I started calling them hey, hey, I need some help over here. <laughs> And uh, but they weren't going anywhere. And uh, that that was pretty much, um, you know, I saw the red in their eyes behind those uh, branches. And it was getting ready to be nighttime. And I'm like, man, that's all I need to do is get in a fight with these things.
3: Yeah. I man, yeah, I, I can imagine because that's the thing is like I'm a big animal person. And it's like I could I could imagine going into something like that would be fascinating, also yet terrifying because you're running into things that, you know, maybe you've gone to a zoo and you've seen stuff like that, but it's like, you, you've got some protection there. So my next question is, and this is just kind of for me, because I've always been a big MMA fan and, and Zach and I were actually talking about this uh, just before we started recording the show. Uh, what has it been like to work with Mauro Ronaldo? Like he, for, for those of, for those that maybe have just got in the UFC and some of the other, you know, MMA recently, like Mauro Ronaldo, is was basically Joe Rogan in the MMA community before Joe Rogan was. I mean, he was fantastic throughout Dream. Uh, he's done Strike Force, He's done all sorts of stuff. So I'm kind of curious, just from your perspective in, in working with him, what has that been like? Uh, you know, some of the last
1: part of that I didn't hear, it kind of cut out on me a little bit on the last part.
3: Oh, I was just asking, what, what has it been like working with uh, Maro Ronaldo the host?
1: You know what? It was... Um when, when I think about, uh, having the opportunity to hear him every night, uh, he was one of those, uh, one of those guys that got a lot of energy and, and, um, just looking at how he explained things, you know, he said, Hey, uh, so, so Ray Lewis, so how did you, how did you feel about that? You know, every little thing, I said, Oh, do you have to say it that way? But so how did you feel about that catastrophe? What did that make you feel? I mean, he, he really made you excited um, from day to day, night to night, uh, when we got together to talk about uh, what happened that day. It was, um, it, it, it was pretty interesting. He, he kept it live. He kept it fun. And um, just a very unusual person and uh, certainly a tremendous personality.
2: I'm curious because CBS has another show that's kind of similar in in Survivor, you know, big hit, it's been on forever. Did you maybe watch any of those seasons or familiar with it to maybe study kind of – I know it's a little bit of a different concept, but kind of study, you know, um, what to do out there anything like that?
1: You know, what
2: I did, when I knew
1: I was going to be on the show, I I began to call a couple of uh, soldiers that that I knew had been in the jungle and uh, was able to ask them, you know, how did you, how did you deal with some of the elements? You know, what are some of the things that you did? And, you know, they told you things like when you cook the food or whatever, make sure that you're outside of camp. Uh, Don't let it be in camp because all kind of animals will come. And so I thought that's a heck of an idea. And it taught me about uh, really making sure that uh, you know, in starting a fire, make sure you have the flint and and you 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 create that spark and you got to have uh, dry leaves or whatever it is. I mean, if there was a wealth of knowledge that sounds like it would be common knowledge, but it's not when you get out there. Uh, I'm really thankful that I talked to them. They gave me a lot of tips that really helped.
3: So comparatively speaking, you, you played, you were obviously a Hall of Fame linebacker. You were a, you know, a, a great football player. How hard was this compared to football on a, you know, on a scale from one to 10, would you say that playing football was tougher or doing the show was tougher?
1: You know what? I, I would say this. I, I was asked the question before, and I hadn't really thought about it the way I'm thinking about it. In some of these interviews, i said, Oh, football is harder, but in all honesty, doing this show was tougher. And, and the reason why, is because in playing football, I, I was in my element. I, I I knew what to expect. I had my teammates with me, you know, and you got Richard Den and uh, Wilbur Marshall and, and uh, Dan Hampton and Walter Payton. You got those guys, you're going to the game, you're going to feel pretty good. But when you're doing this and and there are times when you're alone uh, and and, you know, you're working with somebody, but, but you're not working with somebody um sometimes that that can be really tough and that that personal challenge because you don't know what you're gonna do what you're gonna what you're gonna be in uh what kind of challenges you're gonna have uh man it was uh, it was tough it really was
2: you guys have a uh, very interesting and really cool cast uh you know metal world peace ray lewis um you have actors country singers um a bachelor contestant out there. What was that like being with a, just a different, you know, type of mix? I mean, obviously I'm sure you've met Ray Lewis in the past and you probably have a relationship with him. Was there anyone else you gravitated towards out there?
1: You know, there was no one out there that I didn't gravitate towards. Okay. We, we had all of us at some point in time had conversation and uh deep conversation about life, about religion, about, sports, about whatever. I mean, we, we talked about pain. We talked about how to get through the next day. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we, we, uh, we all kind of bonded. At some point in time, you got close to, to everyone.
3: Well, if there's one thing that you took away from the show uh, that you can kind of transfer into real life, what would that be?
1: Appreciation for each and every day appreciation for uh to be able to have lights and and to when you're hungry to to be able to get up and go to the kitchen and and make a sandwich or or do something uh turning on television uh sitting down on on your couch all of those things when i got back home man i i was so appreciative of being able to lay down in in a bed uh so i i would say that that word would be appreciation just for all of the little things that you have that you 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 don't want to, but you end up taking for granted.
2: And you talked. You said you you know you had talks with everyone. You built relationships. Did you get the sense that anyone you know ever say like, "Man, I loved watching you play." Or, I remember watching you play. Did they did they call you Samurai Mike? Any of that? Any of that stuff?
1: You know, they, they call me Mike. They call me Papa. <laughs> they call me Coach. They call me. Um, you know, it was it was just one of those times where um, we, we we just had a great time, and it was just uh, so exciting to be with a lot of great people. And at some point in time, we all laughed at each other, uh, sometimes cried together. However, it was, but uh, it was really a fulfilling time.
3: Well, as I'm sure you know, we are a a, a bear uh, podcast here, so I would be remiss if we didn't ask you a few bears questions here. So, one of the ones I have for you is just your overall thoughts on Roquan Smith. Obviously, linebacker to linebacker, uh, do you think that he can be the face of this defense moving forward under Matt Patricia's?
1: Absolutely. Um, for the sake of time, I'll keep that question short. But but I could say a lot of things. But. To me, he's an up-and-coming guy, and I'm, I'm really excited about what he can bring.
2: Um, I got one more. as a little football-related. Then I kind of want to maybe hear something else about the show to end things on my side. Um, what do you think of Justin Fields as a quarterback?
1: I think he has all the potential to be a great one. I really do. Uh, I think he's a leader. I think he's tough. I think he's strong. It's just a, a matter of surrounding him with the right things and, and letting him go.
3: Well, and I'll ask the last football question. I'll let, ask, or let Zach ask the final question here. But just your overall uh, viewpoint on the Bears moving forward with this new regime. Uh, Ryan Poles, uh, Matt Eberflues, do you think the Bears are on the right track here?
1: Well, I mean, we're all going to find out soon. But uh, hopefully. I, I, think, um, I think they tried to make the best decision possible. And uh, time only tells.
2: And then my final question, um, you know, before the show airs, anything like that, is there one thing that maybe you'd want the audience who watched this to maybe take away from this whole show and experience, maybe something with you or someone else on the show or anything you want to, you know, say in that regards?
1: I I think that um, there's a lot of tremendous dialogue in, in this show. When you look at the show, uh there are some conversations that are that we have there that are really rich and and uh filling um i mean we talked about a lot of different things and and so uh, i'm very excited to uh sit and and recollect on on some of the things that that happened while we were actually there so i'm excited to hear it myself so i, I think it'll be a treat
2: Mike, thanks so much, man, for joining us. We really appreciate it. We are excited to see this Um, Beyond the Edge airs on Wednesday, March 16th, 9 o'clock, Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, It's on CBS, and we're looking forward to seeing you on there and uh, really appreciate your time again.
1: Thank you very much. Take care. God bless. Take it easy. All right.
2: Thanks, Mike. Really appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.
4: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you.